You are listening to a listener favorite on Wife Teacher Mommy, the podcast. Why my panic attack was the best thing that ever happened to me. Listen today for the full story of my burnout breakdown, finding coaching, and why I brought coaching to teachers and homeschool parents inside Wife Teacher Mommy Club. Welcome to Wife Teacher Mommy, the podcast. I'm Kelsey Sorensen, a former elementary teacher and current homeschool mom. And even though I've been a resource creator since 2014, I've realized that printables alone aren't all you need in order to thrive as a teacher or homeschool parent. That's why I also created this show and got certified as a life coach to help you finally kick burnout to the curb and feel confident with whatever challenges come your way. With the right mindset strategies and new teaching inspiration, you're going to be well on your way to your best teacher life. Now let's go. sharing coaching with thousands of teachers at Educate and Rejuvenate next week. It has been so long of planning. We've been planning since January for this event, and it's finally coming. I'm so excited. And the thing I'm most excited about, even though we have these amazing keynotes, amazing lineup of presenters, and so many incredible things that are going to be happening at this event, the thing I'm most excited about is sharing the experience of coaching with those who are at the event. Because so many are not familiar with this, or they may have heard of it, but they're just kind of like, I don't really get it. They may think it's like therapy, which it's not, it's different. And it is something that I feel like every teacher and homeschool parent should have affordable and easy access to. That is my big mission here at Wife Teacher Mommy is for you to be able to have that. Now, I want you to hear my story about why I found coaching. And I shared a lot of it back on episode 42 of Wife Teacher Mommy, the podcast. So that's what a lot of this episode will contain. But also since then, I have become a coach myself and I've gone even more all in with this work and making sure that you have access to this coaching because you do so much and you need it and you deserve it. Whether or not you have thousands of dollars to work with a one-on-one life coach for an extended period of time, you can get coached and get community here at Wife Teacher Mommy and it is accessible. And that's one thing I'm committed to. We are increasing the prices in August of 2023, but it's still going to be so much cheaper, like over $20 cheaper per month than any other life coaching membership that I know of. Plus you get all the resources and everything. It is a still of a deal, but it's because I want you to have that experience and for it to be accessible and affordable. And I also want to add that right now, whether or not you want to join the club, like I mentioned, like the club is where we do ongoing coaching. But if you're just like, I kind of want to try it out, but I'm not sure about this coaching thing. 
join us to educate and rejuvenate because that is a one-time low commitment of only $19.99. You're going to get keynotes from Joe Dombrowski and Christina Kuzmich where those are worth alone. Either one of those individually is worth alone more than the ticket price and a full panel of speakers of teachers and homeschool parents. There are workouts in the morning. There are tons of prizes. So you're getting your value without the coaching with an educate and rejuvenate ticket. And then you could just try it out and be like, is this coaching thing even for me? Is a very low risk way to try it. And I also want to add in this episode, I talk about my story of finding coaching, which is where I hit a mega burnout point. And I know a lot of teachers have a lot of teachers and homeschool parents. You've also hit this. You've also been like, oh my goodness, I just hit a breaking point. But it's also not only for you then. Coaching is for anyone, anywhere, anytime, as long as you have a brain that is feeding you thoughts that aren't serving you necessarily, or you're just feeling feelings and need to process them. It's for everybody. Because even if you're feeling pretty good about your life, there's a chance there's something that you want to up level or that you're just like, there's this one thing that's kind of bugging me right now. It's really for everybody. It can also help you from getting to that mega burnout point if you haven't yet. So coaching is for everybody, whether or not you hit this mega breaking point like I did in this episode. Okay, but let's get into it so you can hear that story that I shared last year. This episode was supposed to air on Friday, but I wasn't able to get it turned into my podcast editor on time. And that was totally my bad. We went on a family vacation to San Diego over our fall break. It was a much needed rest and reprieve. And, you know, I think that we all need that from time to time. We just need to be able to step back. I had even some realizations about things we're going to be doing upcoming in the next few months over at Wife Teacher Mommy that I'll mention at the end of this episode. But because of that, I thought it was a week ahead of where I was, and I realized I was not able to get that episode turned in on time because I was out of town, was not near my podcast studio, so we're going to get it out as soon as we can. And so I apologize for that. I apologize for it airing late, but I promise you this show is not going anywhere. I am committed to being here and supporting you with an episode every week, and so now this week you'll just get two episodes. You'll get last week's episode when I, as soon as we can get it on. And then you'll get this week's episode on Friday. So I apologize for that. Now, I want to adjust the title. So I called this episode Why My Panic Attack Was the Best Thing That Ever Happened to Me. And I really believe that it truly was one of the best things. And now, I mean, I guess I said the best thing. And maybe not the best. I mean, like marrying my husband and having my children. Those are definitely above my panic attack. And that sounds kind of crazy. But really, the reason why I'm so grateful this happened, and I'm going to share the whole story with you, like, Nothing. I'm holding nothing back, you guys. But I'm so grateful for it because it is what led me to something that I needed all along that I didn't know I needed. I was so go, 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 like get the next thing done. I'm a perfectionist. I'm well, a recovering perfectionist. I'm a go getter. I'm like, I just, you know, always want to be doing my best. And while that's a good thing, it was definitely too much. I was pushing myself so hard. And also, my whole life, I had these thought patterns of being worried and anxious, and I thought it was just part of my personality. But I've learned that really that is not part of my personality. That is just thought patterns in my brain that I can work to rewire and that I have been doing and will continue to do. So we'll get more into that. That's just kind of a little sneak peek about why I think it's the best thing that happened to me. So today I'm going to share that story. And like I mentioned, is it more personal? But along the way, I plan on sharing what I learned and how it will apply to you as well. So this is really a peek into a really raw experience that happened to me. But also, 
I'm not sharing this with you just to be like, oh, this happened to me, so sad or whatever. But no, I want you to learn some of the things I learned while hopefully you don't have to go to the ER and have a panic attack to get there. So I'm going to share what I learned along the way. So first off, three years ago, on October 19th, 2019, I had Peter, my third and as of right now, what we plan on final child. And he is adorable. I just love this boy so much. I'm, I can't wait to celebrate his birthday in two days. Um, by the time you're listening, it'll be last week. But I had him three years ago. And it's crazy to think that it was three years ago because this was a crazy time for me. So his labor, it was a bit scary. So as I mentioned, he was my third child. But this labor dragged on and on and on compared to the others. And there were just some things that happened. He was admitted early. So he wasn't even due until the 29th. But we were admitted early because of his heart rate. It was too low. That was scary. He also was turned the wrong way. And if you knew me, one of the things that I was so anxious about getting pregnant, even like before I ever got pregnant the first time, was having a C-section because I just the thought of being cut open was absolutely terrifying to me. And I know that some people like they do it and it's totally fine. And some even prefer that. But for me, that was like a worse nightmare situation. So being there terrified that he's turned the wrong way, if they don't get him to turn, we're going to have to do a C-section. That was terrifying. My epidural kept coming undone. It didn't work. So for me, like, you know, and again, I know this is like nothing compared to so many birth stories I've heard. But to me, it felt like quite a traumatizing experience compared to how my labors were with my other two children and my current thought patterns that were just going on in my mind that turned everything into a much bigger situation than it was. I remember getting mad at my husband (laughs) for sleeping while I was just laying there stressing in pain. And I'm like, what are you doing, babe? But you know, this labor, it was like over 24 hours. So it was like, of course, he was going to take some time sleeping, even though I didn't. But that aside, that was the crazy labor. But in addition to that, there were also a lot of things going on in my personal life, my family life, and a big work stressor came up. And if anybody's listening who is a TPT seller or was back in October 2019, you might remember that there was uh, some new laws that were passed about sales tax. There were some crazy things going on where it was causing the seller community to go into uproar and be like, oh my goodness, like, how is this going to impact us? How are we even going to handle this? Like, it was really stressful. And so all that was happening and some personal things that I'm not going to mention on this podcast because they involve other people. And then just family life and having another baby and just, you know, having a business or taking time off when it's a company you own that's really relying on you. That's, you know, kind of a challenging thing. And the funny thing is, I thought, you know, leaving teaching, things would be so much easier. Like, I remember... When I was in tears in the classroom so many times when things would pile up and I naively thought that, you know, if I just wasn't in the classroom, everything was going to be fine and dandy and amazing. So I'm like, you know, if I just move into doing wife, teacher, mommy, and I'm in a role where I'm just supporting teachers full time, it's going to be so easy. But what I learned is that while I've changed the circumstance of no longer being in the classroom physically myself, for me personally, it didn't change the fact that when stressful situations came up, I still didn't know how to handle it all. It was just different. But then when I threw a third baby on top of it, that is when I hit the breaking point. So for the first few days after coming home, Peter was such a good baby. He was sleeping through the night. Neither of my other children had done this. So you would think I would be sleeping and doing really well. However, something just didn't feel right. I just felt a little bit off at first. But then we get to a few days later. I was awake for 36 hours straight because every time I would try to go to sleep, my body would just jolt me back awake. And it would be like I almost like lost my breath, like it was gone. And I just like could not breathe. My body would just jolt me right back awake. And it was just the most terrifying feeling. I felt like I couldn't breathe. My body was going crazy on me. So I was crying. I couldn't stop. My husband was scared and he was struggling to sleep because he's like, what do I do while my wife is just right here 
crying, freaking out, can't sleep, really honestly already having like smaller versions of a panic attack. And then eventually it just got so bad. I was, you know, in complete panic and everything. We ended up going to the emergency room because I, at this point, it got to the point where I really felt like I was having a heart attack and I was completely convinced that I was going to die. So we went to the emergency room and we were there for quite some time. They had me on lots of IVs. They took me to do chest x-rays, lots of things. Honestly, it's kind of a blur because it was such a crazy time. And again, I had not been sleeping. I was so weak that when I had to get up to do the x-ray, I could barely walk. So they admitted me. They told me I had postpartum anxiety. It wasn't a heart attack or anything. And then they recommended that I take some major sleeping medication to sleep. And for the first while after this, that actually was the only way I was able to go to sleep was by taking this powerful sleeping medication. So the next day I saw a midwife and I, again, they mentioned that I had postpartum anxiety and was like, they were like, hey, you got to do something about that. They recommended medication, which I got on. They recommended I go to a postpartum anxiety group and get therapy. So I did the medication and the therapy. I didn't do the postpartum anxiety group because I felt like I didn't have time for that. Now I look back and I'm like, hmm, I probably should have done that with my new mindset that I have now. But luckily I did those two things and they helped a lot. My therapist was great. My medication definitely helped take off the edge and I made a lot of progress with those two things. The interesting thing is, you know, in therapy and even in coaching and everything, a lot of the tools that they use to help you recenter yourself and get over anxiety involve breathing, breathing exercises. But for me, breathing, anything that involved breathing or paying attention to my breath was triggering because remember just a few weeks before I was having this problem where I would jolt awake and then I wouldn't be able to breathe. So whenever I thought about my breath, it kind of brought me back to that situation. So it just started making me get anxious and kind of all those feelings would come back up. So it was really interesting because any of those things that my therapist recommended be like, no, I can't do that. So luckily she was very accommodating and found other ways. So she was very, very kind and patient with me. So I definitely, if you get to this point, you definitely need a therapist, like a trained licensed therapist who knows trauma. Like this was definitely traumatic for me. Okay, so let's fast forward to a few months later, January of 2020. I made a lot of progress at that point. I was seeing my therapist. I was taking my medications. I was still triggered by breathing exercises, but I'd found other ones that worked well for me. And while I wasn't having that deliberating anxiety, I was still definitely struggling with targeted anxiety in certain situations, even more than was normal for me. And what I didn't even realize at the time that normal for me is was definitely way above normal. <laughs> so... I was definitely still struggling a bit. So at one point, I was struggling with holding a boundary with a responsibility that somebody was offering to me at my church. And, you know, it's on a volunteer basis. No one was honestly trying to pressure me to do anything. But I was putting that pressure on myself, like, you know, because in the culture, it's like you kind of don't want to say no, you know, and I feel like that happens a lot at our jobs, at school and everything, like saying no to things is really hard. So I posted in a Facebook group about it and I just totally spilled my guts, but I didn't only talk about what I was struggling about saying no to, but I told the whole story. I told everything basically that I told you without any of the hindsight. Like I mentioned the whole panic attack, postpartum anxiety, therapy, medication, all of that, and that I was still kind of struggling with things. And I got lots of helpful comments, but there was one that really stood out and I wanted to actually share it with all of you. So I went and I found the group and I found my original post. It was actually really interesting to read and see how far I've come. But one of the comments really stood out to me and I actually went back and found it and I'm going to read it to you. So 
they put a bunch of hearts and they said, postpartum anxiety is no joke. Sending all the loves to you. But please hear me. You need more help beyond putting this fire out. Look up Liz Langston on Facebook. She is a postpartum life coach. Saying she will change your entire life is not any exaggeration. She does free consults. And even if that is all you do with her, you'll get some amazing help. Even if you're thinking, I have come so far and I'm functioning fine, reach out to her. Heart emoji. And this really stood out to me because I was thinking like, I have come so far. I'm functioning fine. That last sentence she did, I'm functioning fine. But I was like, but yeah, I made this post and yet I'm still kind of struggling with things. What can it hurt to do a free consult? So I signed up for it, even though I was really kind of scared and nervous about it because I had no idea what to expect. And I don't like being pressured because they knew like, you know, with it being a consult that she was going to obviously offer me something to keep working with her. But I knew that I needed the help. So I did it. I was like, I'll just do the consult and we'll see how it goes. So I did. And it was very enlightening to me. It was, she just completely understood where I was at and what I needed. So at the end, she offered me a package to continue to work with her for three months. And I was nervous because it was definitely more than the therapy, especially because it's not covered by insurance because coaching isn't medical. Therapy, it's a medical expense. It looks more in the past, traumas, et cetera, where coaching helps you look at your current thought patterns and see how they are and aren't serving you. But it's not technically a medical thing. That's why it definitely wasn't like if I would have gone when I was having the ER thing, I'm like, oh, hey, let's do life coaching. That was not the right thing for me at that time. I definitely needed a therapist. But now when I was kind of like, hey, how do I move forward now that I have been kind of working through this and now I just need to figure out how to move forward. That was what I needed at that time. So I took her package anyway, because I can see how working with her would make such a difference for me. I knew I couldn't put a price on my happiness and well-being. Like, if this is what would help me to finally break through all of these thought patterns that I realized on this consult have been affecting me my entire life, I just could not put a price on that. And that was my first step towards what is going to be, honestly, what I see being a lifelong journey in this work for me. And it was the best thing that could have happened at that time. So I worked with her for that full three-month package, and that was where I got to send messages to her and we would go back and forth. I learned this self-coaching model, and I've talked about this on some other episodes, but this was created by Brooke Castillo, and it's a five-step model, C-T-F-A-R. So your circumstances are neutral, and then your thoughts about them are what create your feelings, drive your actions, and creates the results you have in your life. It sounds so simple, but when you really learn it and apply these tools to your life, it is a game changer. So I learned that model. I learned what it looks like to really feel your feelings in your body. And for me, in my body, to like feel them. And I struggled with that. I, it felt woo-woo to me at first. I'm like, I don't do woo-woo. <laughs> like, that's not me. But when I was like, oh my goodness, when I tried it, Lizzie got through to me. She was patient with me, you guys. Like It was definitely not something I was like, no, I'm like a person who's like, no, this is a waste of time. But like I tried it and learning how to feel and process your feelings, it is a game changer. It is what we all need to be doing. We need to be taking moments to do that. So the coaching helps so much with that. And again, like I mentioned, I learned that so much of the anxiety I felt my entire life, like I had been diagnosed with postpartum anxiety, but that was really just the breaking point. I had had these thought patterns my whole life. I'd always been labeled as a worrier and nervous by well-meaning people in my life, family members, teachers, and I'd remembered, I'd really taken on that label and it was ingrained in me. I was just like, yeah, I am a warrior. Like it was part of me, part of my personality. It affected me forever. And it was with coaching the first time that I was able to analyze that. I'd look at what are the actual thoughts that are driving these feelings. I had not been doing that. And when I did, I realized that it's these thought patterns that are driving 
so much of this for me. So I'm so grateful for that breaking point that helped me find what I finally needed. So coaching, the model, learning to feel and truly process my feelings. I truly believe that I was led to this work by God, or I mean, this isn't a religious podcast, but the universe, fate, destiny, whatever you believe. I believe that this was truly meant to happen. So I continued working with Lizzie. I worked with her for two more six-month packages after that, where I got to work with her one-on-one and do Zoom calls with her for 15 months, and then her group program after that. And what I learned from joining her group program and then other group programs I've joined since is you don't even need one-on-one calls to learn this stuff. You don't have to pay the thousands of dollars that it would cost to work one-on-one with a life coach. You can join a group program and get a similar experience. So every week I tuned into these calls and what I discovered is I may not always be able to do the one-on-one coaching, but I will never not be part of a coaching program. This is a work I want to continue to have be part of my life forever. And that is why we added coaching into Wife Teacher Mommy Club, because I know teachers are burned out, they're stressed, and they need this just as much, if not more, than I did. So that is why I collaborate with Chrissy Nichols from The Chrissy Concept, and she comes and she does coaching inside the club for our members at no additional cost. And I'm currently in some other programs, Jody Moore's Be Bold program, and I plan to join Self-Coaching Scholars with the original coach, Brooke Castillo, very soon and get my own coaching certification. I mean, that may sound crazy. It is a huge investment to get my own certification, but I am invested in this work and not only living my best life, but helping you and thousands of other teachers live their best lives too. It is just a bug that has bit me and I just, I can't let it go. I am all in with this. So we have this in the club. I'm going to get my own certifications. Go, Chrissy is a coach, me as a coach. I'm just so invested in that. So now that I've shared my story with coaching and how much it helped me, here are a few takeaways that I learned that I think might be helpful for you too. So number one is that changing your circumstance doesn't always solve the underlying problem. So for example, for me, going from working in a classroom to working in my own business, I still had the same anxiety about getting all the things done for my job. And that was changing a circumstance. And now for some people, if they were in like a super stressful school And then they moved to another school where the environment was way better. And maybe that does help change it. It can't. I'm not saying it can't. But I'm saying that sometimes if the circumstance is not the problem, which for me, it was not, we might think it is, but it might actually be somewhere else in the model. So for me, it was in my thought line. So remember, we have the circumstance line in the model. Then we have the thought line. So our thoughts are powerful. What we think is what drives our feelings. So our thoughts drive our feelings. And then our feelings drive our actions, which create our results. This is the self-coaching model that we use. So when we can notice our thoughts, and you can start doing this right away, like right now, realize when you are feeling something and you're feeling anxious, don't just notice the feeling, but then be like, okay, what am I thinking that is causing this feeling? And it, it is a game changer. So that is another thing I want to share. So changing the circumstance, it's not always that. Sometimes it's your thoughts. Sometimes it's somewhere else in the model. So just something really interesting I've learned. Another thing I want to share with you is that really don't wait until you hit a breaking point to start taking care of yourself. I don't want you to have to go to the ER and get a super expensive ER bill like I did because you're having a panic attack because you didn't take the time to just do some prevention ahead of time and take care of yourself and notice your thoughts and how they are driving your feelings and your actions and results in your life. And even if it's not super dire, even if you're like, Kelsey, I'm not an anxious person, like you're describing like you were, that's fine. I'm glad for you. I'm really glad for you. I do know that a lot of teachers are because I've talked to a lot of teachers and even some of my teacher friends and everything. We were all just 
in the anxiety, in the drama together. And so I see it happen. But no matter where you're at, you can always notice your thoughts and make improvements. Like even now, I am far from done with this. I am still learning all the time. But start now to take time for that self-care. So whether that's if you're like, you know, kind of where I was at the beginning of this episode in October 2019, if you need some medication and therapy, great. I still take medication. I take it as a preventative measure. I have not gotten off of it. Other things you can do are coaching, self-help books, or just, you know, some true self-care, journaling, soul searching, whatever it is that refills your cup. The next thing is go for progress, not perfection. You're never going to hit perfection. So as I've talked about before, own your wins along the way. So when you realize like, hey, I was feeling anxious and I noticed it. And then I realized what it was thinking that caused it. So like, it's still going to happen. But if you can notice like, wow, I actually noticed it this time. Or I even noticed after the fact, I realized that yesterday I did that. Such a win. So notice when you do that and give yourself credit for it. And along with that, give yourself grace when you fall short too, because we're all going to from time to time. For example, even with this podcast today, I have been super dedicated to getting an episode out for you every single Friday. And that has been a goal of mine. It's a passion of mine. And, you know, this one is not going out on the Friday. It's going out a bit late. But you know what? I made it 41 episodes before making one that's just a little bit late. I'm still doing it. And so, you know what? I'm giving myself some grace. Like things just happen. So I want you to do that same thing for yourself. Give yourself grace when you find yourself slipping up on a goal or when you find yourself getting more anxious than you want to. It's okay. We're all human. We're going to do that. One more thing. If you want an accountability buddy or just to get some coaching like I did, I would love for you to join us in a coaching call in Wife Teacher Mommy Club. As I mentioned, I am just so passionate about it. I bet you can tell just by listening to me talk about it. And it is hands down the most affordable way to get access to life coaching with a certified coach from the Life Coach School. And it's tailored just to you as a teacher. We're here. We get it. We get the struggles you are facing. And the other members, everybody in the club, they're in the trenches with you too. So while my panic attack happened after being in the classroom, I could have definitely used it in my times when I was in tears in the classroom. Like, I really wish I'd had it then. And here are some examples of what some of our members have been coached through. So one of our members was coached on being excluded by her teacher friends. And it was a lesson in how you can show confidence through being vulnerable. And as I was listening to that, I was like, oh my goodness, I can so relate to this. I think we've all felt excluded from time to time where we feel like, why am I being left out? It was just so relatable. Another member was coached on being able to take time for yourself. And she was struggling with taking even, you know, Chrissy was offering different options, even 10 minutes of her time. So what we finally ended with is that the thought that she ended with was, I am worth 10 minutes of my time. And if you're not struggling, if you're like, oh, I give myself that, then, you know, it could be more or it could be something else, but we can always relate it to ourselves. Another member came on for coaching with help staying on top of all the things. And we learned about how our brains will sometimes argue our own limitations based on the past, but it doesn't define us in the present. Another member was coached through feelings of disappointment and anger from not having her contract renewed for next year. We learned how to find all of our wins anyways and truly celebrate them. So those are just some examples of like real life situations, but you can bring your own of any kind. You can either bring your own or you can listen to others and learn from them getting coached. So even if you don't want to necessarily do it yourself, you learn so much just from listening to it. Like that's what I do in the group programs I'm in. I plug in my AirPods and I listen to other people get coached because I can't always make them live. And I learn so much just from listening. 
So to get a taste of coaching, be sure to listen to episode 39 of the podcast where we put a replay of an entire coaching call for you to listen to. As a member, you'll also get all the calls that happen on a private podcast just like this so you can listen anytime. Plus, you get all of the resources. The club is really a fabulous deal because, you know, I mentioned some other coaching memberships earlier in this episode. Even the ones they mentioned, every coaching membership I've seen costs more than the club and there are no teaching resources involved. Like, we just wanted to make this a total no-brainer for you. Plus, we have some fun swag that we're sending every new member who joins us before we close the doors to the club. We're closing them soon so we can focus more on our new members. And of course, they will open again, but it'll just be closed for a time while we kind of focus on our community. Another fun thing is we are planning our winter break, educate and rejuvenate. But as I mentioned earlier in this episode, when we went on a trip, I was kind of going back and reflecting. And I was like, you know what? I can't do a full big event like we did back in June during Christmas break, where it's going to be, you know, only a few days after Christmas. My team and I, we need to build enjoy time with our families. And that would just cause a lot of stress. You know what? We can't do the full big event, but we are going to do a mini one day educate and rejuvenate just for our members. So more details to come. But if you're in the club, it's all for you. So make sure to join us. It's going to be a great time. You can go to wifeteachermommyclub.com to learn more. And one last thought I want to share with you on today's episode. I saw an image on Facebook that just tied in perfectly with this. And it was not attributed to anything. I'm not sure where this image was taken or who originally quoted it, but it was a banner in front of a school. And what it said is, I love when I realize I'm handling a situation better than my old self would have. And that just hit me. I'm like, I feel so empowered by that because I realize that I am handling things like I have a lot of stress going on in my life right now. I'm not perfect. Never will be. I mean, like this episode airing late and there are a lot of things going on in my world right now, both work and personal. And frankly, I still get stressed out about some of them. There are always things. I'm a work in progress. We all are. But the difference is when you're able to snap out of it sooner than you were able to before because you've learned tools that will help you to handle them. So I just love when I realize like, wow, I'm going through a hard thing and I'm handling it better than I would have three years ago. Like that alone is a huge win. And now that I've been able to learn it more myself and continue that work always, I want to help others too, the kids I teach and you. And it can be the same as you continue to listen to this podcast. And if you want to take it another step further and maybe try a coaching call in the club to help you make those mindset shifts in your life. On the next episode, I'll be interviewing Lizzie Langston, my first life coach who I mentioned in this episode. She's not only a life coach, but she's also a mom like so many of you, and she has several years of homeschooling experience. I can't wait for you all to learn from her and have a super fun interview with her. We're going to be recording that tomorrow, so can't wait. For now, I just want to say how much I appreciate you being here. Thank you for listening, and I'm just so happy that you're here and that you want to make improvements to your teacher life. Okay, so if you are ready to try coaching with a minimal commitment, be sure to grab your ticket to educate and rejuvenate if you're listening live and you haven't yet. Now, when this episode airs, we are like less than a week or about a week away from the event starting. This is airing on June 23rd and the event begins on June 27th. So there's a good chance you might be listening to this later. So if you are, just be sure you're on our email list to learn of future times and ways you can get coaching. Wife Teacher Mommy Club is always a safe bet, but just go to wifeteachermommy.com to learn the next steps. And we'll also continue to do Educate and Rejuvenate each summer and winter. I don't see us stopping that anytime soon and little mini events in between. So be sure that you are sticking around and listening to what's 
what's coming up. But if you're listening live, go to educateandrejuvenate.com to grab your ticket. There's not much time left and I want to see you there. Okay, we'll talk soon. If you enjoyed this podcast, be sure to hit subscribe so you don't miss an episode. And if you're ready to take the next step, come grab your ticket to join me at Educate and Rejuvenate, the education event of the year on June 27th and 28th, 2023. This year, we have two incredible live keynotes, Joe Dombrowski, aka Mr. D, and best-selling author and video creator, Christina Kuzmich. We have over 60 incredible speakers speaking on topics such as math, language arts, reading, social emotional learning, classroom management, homeschooling, and tackling burnout. We start the day with a workout together each morning. We have panels with the presenters, and you'll even get to join live life coaching with me and even raise your hand if you would like to be coached. Plus, we give away tons of prizes throughout the event too. It is the best PD you could ever attend. And all of this is happening from the comfort of your own home. It's just $19 for a ticket and past attendees have said that this is what finally lit a fire under them to enjoy teaching again and that it was well worth every penny. Go to educateandrejuvenate.com to learn more about the 2023 event. Or if you're listening to this later, that link will show you what's up next as we will continue to do events like this. I hope to see you at Educate and Rejuvenate.